What does it take to be somebody's best friend? Or what does it take to simply be somebody's good friend? How can you be a good friend like the one you long to have for someone else? Even during their darkest hour, maybe even especially during their darkest hour, someone who is trustworthy, full of integrity, able to speak the truth in love, selfless, never trying to say, hey, you can serve me right now, but always really having their needs in the forefront. Last week in our devotion, we talked about David's darkest hour when he was betrayed by his son Absalom, who deceived him and staged a coup and deceived a lot of other people too into thinking that he was the king now and David no longer was. He made his father run for cover into the middle of the night out of the palace. And there was certainly a real threat that Absalom would become the new king and David would not even be living much longer on earth. During that time, arguably his darkest hour, God provided David with a trustworthy, wonderful friend from a very unlikely source. His name was Ittai. I-T-T-A-I. You've maybe never heard of him before. Ittai the Gittite only appears on the pages of Scripture very briefly. And the word Gittite is pretty significant. It means he was from the town of Gath, which is in the land of the Philistines. The Philistines were David's long-standing enemy, and Gath was the hometown of Goliath the giant that he had slain many years before. My goodness, can you think of anybody who should have been not David's friend than someone from the hometown of Gath? From Goliath's stomping grounds? And yet here was Ittai the Gittite as David is leaving the town. He's leaving Jerusalem, his palace. Tears everywhere, upheaval all around, chaos. He doesn't know what's going to happen next. He just knows he needs to leave and run for his life along with all these other people. They halt at the edge of town and some others march before them. And here comes Ittai the Gittite with 600 people with him from Gath, from Philistines, from, from that part of the area, from, from that foreign country. And uh, David says to Ittai, probably overwhelmed with, with good feelings that he even bothered to leave Gath and come to David and live in his kingdom with him as the king. And now all of this mess happened. David told Ittai, you know what? You don't have to come with me. Um, you can stay here and serve King Absalom. He even called him King Absalom on this night when the kingdom was in upheaval. He said, uh, you, you just got here yesterday and, and you weren't planning on this. David was very selfless. He was looking out for Ittai the Gittite. He was not territorial. And he was willing to have Ittai the Gittite and those 600 people with him not be connected to him going forward. But Ittai the Gittite had this to say. He said, As surely as the Lord lives, and as my Lord the King lives, wherever my Lord the King may be, whether it means life or death, there your servant will be. Ittai the Gittite also was selfless. Ittai the Gittite did not care that 
things had changed drastically in the last 24 hours. Ittai the Gittite did not think that it was awful that David should be embarrassed that his son staged the coup and now he had to run for his life into the wilderness. Ittai the Gittite was not worried that David had no idea where he was going to go and how long he was going to be there. He had no control over the future at all. Ittai the Gittite said, that doesn't matter to me. I'm going to be here with these 600 people and we are going to be by your side through it all. If you don't know where you're going, then we also won't know where we're going, but we'll be with you and we'll support you in death and in life. That's what it takes to be a good friend, doesn't it? Someone who's always looking out for the other person, not looking out for self. Someone who is not territorial and defending their turf, but instead ready to give up their control and give up their turf in order to help another. David was willing to do that for Ittai. Ittai was willing to do that for David. And those two men, along with some of the others with them, encouraged each other during this terrible, dark hour. And remember the irony of it all. David's own son, his flesh and blood, was the one who probably should have been supporting David during his darkest hour, and instead Absalom was causing the darkest hour. And Ittai the Gittite from the land of the Philistines, the hometown of Goliath, probably should have been David's sworn enemy for life, and yet instead he set all that aside and was being a fortress for David and encouraging him, bolstering him, fortifying him when he really simply needed a good friend. You go be that good friend for someone else today. You be someone who is full of integrity, full of honesty. Don't be me first. Don't be territorial. But put yourself in someone else's shoes. And even if they're having a rough time or a difficult, difficult path, you can be a friend for them and make that path a little more bearable. Isn't that what Jesus has done for us? If you think about what Jesus has has done when he saw us full of sin and guilt and shame. He did not run the other direction as fast as he could, but he was our friend. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. You have a friend in Jesus. He has washed away your sin for eternity. He will never leave your side, no matter what happens, in life or in death. And one day, he will bring you to heaven, where you will realize just how much of a friend he always has been and always will be.